from the Newswires, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Welcome to another episode of Newswires from redwires.au. So for today's topic, we're talking about uh, the UNESCO report saying the Great Barrier Reef is in in recommendation that's in danger. So for the for this topic, we are talking about to uh, we're talking to Dr. John Day. So he is the Adjunctant Senior Research Fellow of ARC Center of Excellence for Coral Relief Studies on James Cook University. John has 39 years of professional experience as protected area planner and manager, 28 years of which were involved in the Great Barrier Reef Marine Park. Dr. John Day, welcome to From the Newswires. Thank you very much. So, so recently you wrote um, an article. So can you let us, uh, can you tell us the background of, if you know the, the story of this report that UNESCO just recently announced? Well, basically uh, the report was written by a mission, what they call a reactive monitoring mission, that was invited to come to visit the Great Barrier Reef by the Australian government. And the reason they were invited is because the World Heritage Committee passed a decision which effectively said to the Australian government, we'd like you to invite this mission. The mission is made up of one representative of the UNESCO and another for the uh, from the advisory uh, group, the uh, International Union for the Conservation of Nature, IUCN. So those two people came out on the mission uh, at the request of Australia, but on the um, advice of the World Heritage Committee. And their their aims were to check out uh, the situation with the Great Barrier Reef. As you're probably aware, the Great Barrier Reef has been in the international spotlight for a number of years, mainly because of the threats to the values for which it was declared a World Heritage Area back in 1981. Yeah, so what happened now if this is they saying it's in danger the recommendation so what happened to the become a you say it's a world heritage yes yes the great barrier reef was declared world heritage um, because of its uh, you know outstanding universal value in other words it's internationally recognized as being uh, on the world heritage uh, list because of the incredible you know it's the biggest coral reef in the world but uh, it's also been uh, under uh, a lot of threat and the Australian government's own reports have shown this. The Australian government puts out a five-yearly report called the Outlook Report and the first Outlook Report in 2009 talked about the Great Barrier Reef being in poor condition and declining. The the following five-year report in 2014 also said it was still in poor condition and declining and then the 2019 report the most recent one, came out and said it had gone to very poor. So, you know, the Australian government's own reports, and these are based on uh, lots of scientific information and evidence, their own reports indicate that there are problems facing the Great Barrier Reef. UNESCO has also um, been talking about these issues for a long time. In Climate change is the number one issue, and that is of major concern. But it's more than that. It's it's water quality impacting the reefs. It's unsustainable fishing. It's coastal developments that are having adverse impacts. Shipping. There's a whole range of um, threats and pressures on the reef 
and these are covered in both the government's outlook report but also were reassessed and, and re-examined by the mission when they came out. And that's the result of the report we've just seen. But I want to stress the mission report, even though the recommendation is in danger, uh, this has happened in the past. There have been similar calls for in danger listing back in 2012, uh, 13, 14 and 17. So this has happened in the past. And basically the Australian government has lobbied very hard to stop the Great Barrier Reef being listed on the endanger list. And there are various reasons they do that. Uh, it's hard when the World Heritage Committee has to make a decision because clearly the Great Barrier Reef uh, is well resourced compared to many other World Heritage properties. But equally, it's clear that the values of the World Heritage property are being impacted. So the World Heritage endanger list is designed not as a, uh, a punishment, it's there as a um, call to the international community to recognise that this World Heritage property is under threat and requires major action. So it puts a spotlight on the Great Barrier Reef and therefore hopefully leads to both national and global actions to better protect the reef, particularly from climate change. So, Kia, yeah, because this is uh, the second time they they doing that for uh, listed for that. So on the UN mission, what what is the their recommended um, area of key area to improve on on this um, Great Barrier Reef? Well, the, the um, report from the mission had I think twenty two recommendations, so they were very um, broad in their recommendations. But the major ones were talking about water quality, things that can be done by the Australian government to improve the um, water entering the Great Barrier Reef to improve the quality and allow it to build resilience. So I think there were 10 high priority recommendations, mainly about water quality, but also it did talk about the need for uh, addressing other threats, including, as I said, the unsustainable fishing and the importance of um, considering climate change. So uh, this is uh, the climate change one is not only for the Australian government, it's also uh, recognition that uh, the global community has to do things. But Australia is a resource-rich country and we can do more than we are currently doing to address the issues of, of uh, global emissions and therefore climate change. But the main recommendations in the mission report were about things like water quality and fishing that, that uh, the Australian government can definitely do more to address Thank you for that, uh, Dr. John. So the, the Australian government right now, they're trying to um, against on the endangered recommendation, saying they do already a lot of things. They said they already have a um, billion, um, what's that, uh, budget for that. What do you think about that? Well, uh, you're absolutely right. The Australian government is spending large amounts of money to address uh, some of these issues, but their own uh, monitoring is showing that they're not reaching the targets that they set themselves. So I think there are a number of lessons out of this. One, the money is perhaps not being spent as effectively as it could, but we're also aware that the government attitude is not one of uh, looking at enforcement. In other words, they have regulations in a whole range of areas, regulations about vegetation clearing, re regulations around water quality, 
regulations around fishing. And those regulations need to have proper compliance to be effective. And what we're seeing is that we're not seeing that level of compliance we need. So there are a number of things we need to do. We need to scale up our efforts to address the concerns, but also improve compliance. As I said, unless you've got effective compliance, uh, then you're not going to, you know, regulations mean very little. Thank you for that. So what's what's next after this? So effectively what happens is this mission report is one of the many inputs that goes into the World Heritage Committee when the item is discussed and um, hopefully resolved or, or sorry, addressed by the uh, World Heritage Committee. But we, this has come up before in, to the World Heritage Committee with a similar draft decision saying the Great Barrier Reef should be listed in danger. And in past years, we've seen a huge amount of lobbying by the Australian government, and that has been successful in staving off the fact that the World Heritage Committee was going to make a decision. So this is not the first time such a recommendation has appeared before the committee. It'll be interesting to see how it's um, addressed by the committee. There are many people who think climate change is such a global issue that no one property or one country should be penalised for climate change. But the reality is it's more than just climate change for the Great Barrier Reef. It's water quality, it's unsustainable fishing, it's a whole range of issues. But we also know that climate change is the number one. So we need to work on many, many fronts and it'll be up to the World Heritage Committee to make a decision whether they proceed with the recommendation for endangered listing or not. But I also want to say that an endangered listing is not going to fix the problem. It'll certainly bring a, a greater international spotlight on the problem, on the issue, or issues, I should say, the many issues. But it's up to the Australian government to show leadership and ensure that they're addressing these issues in an effective way. So the point you made earlier, there's lots of money being put towards the Great Barrier Reef. In fact, compared to many other world heritage areas, it's huge amounts of money. But what we're not seeing is the um, threat uh, being reduced the way that the government has set their own targets, particularly in the case of water quality. And we're not seeing the level of, as I said before, compliance with the regulations. So there are a number of things that can be done, should be done and need to be done. Well, we're not going to see a Great Barrier Reef in the future, which is really sad. I mean, it won't disappear overnight, but future generations are going to say, why didn't we take the efforts that we should, we knew we had to take and save the Great Barrier Reef because it is a, a global iconic area. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. John Day from James Cook University. And that's it for today. For the Foreign News Wires, this is Miko Santos. See you.